My fellow Americans, are you tired of the new normal? Are you tired of the lies? Election fraud. You know the thing that the mainstream media and big tech says doesn't exist? It is time to end it. We must keep going. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But by all means, keep moving. Many of you are sitting here because you're wanting to know what the plan is. This has to be peaceful. We have the right to peacefully assemble. The solution has been in front of us all along. Ask God if you should step into the gap and become a part of the plan. The plan is simple. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. We are the plan. If you're waiting for others to do the work for you, you're going to be waiting a long time. We are Conservative Daily. Okay, so no, this is really, this is <laughs> actually really, this, guys, um, what I'm going to ask for is uh, 30 seconds of seriousness. Um, and uh, what I'm going to say to you is that what I'm really looking for help in doing um, is we are, the incident has already happened. My, my understanding of part of the lack of response from warriors is technology. Um, when, when, you, when you look at the history um, of, of weaponry, um, yes, there were poisoned arrows, and yes, there has always been um, death by silent equipment. The one that has been used, and it has been used sporadically, and it's used, has been previously used unsuccessfully, and that's why there isn't a lot of um, uh, muscle memory and learned behavior on this, is an attack where there is high lethality, but there is no percussion. And so what I want to say to Tig is that my, my feeling on this is that a lot of people who understand war and the reality of death, I have missed the, have missed the signals to know that the, the death implement has, has been used, it's been engaged. The battlefield is now filled with injured, uh, maimed and dead. Um, we are in the incident and I think that there is confusion in the fog of war and part of the confusion now is why does the battlefield look like this when there was no bang? Tig, that's a big question. I think it's just kind of the way it came upon us as well. Um, and also, there's a lot of veterans who went into the Saw War. They don't obviously they don't want war. Um, I got no problem going fighting it, but it doesn't mean I want it. Um, oh, again, they're in their comfort. They're, they're in their comfort zone. They're in their what they're doing. Their own lifestyle. Some people again, they just they're not even paying attention to what's going on either. Um, a lot of veteran buddies that I know of, they're just not. They're done with the news. They don't even watch it anymore because um, it's just full of lies. So I think people are just blinded by what's really coming, what's really happening um, with the mi uh, mixed messages from the news, politicians, so-called leaders of this country. Um, I think when Trump was in, he exposed a lot of it, and that's why, obviously, the system was rigged for him to get uh, not reelected. Um, but it, I think a lot of the warriors, they're just – most of them are just going to hang back and wait for it to clack off. 
they're not going to try to prevent it. They just don't want to be part of it until it actually does. Um, but also a lot of people, they just want everything handed to them. They don't want to have to go out and think about it, organize it. They just want to say, okay, this is what you have to do. This is what you need to do. Um, you know, it's if you're like, I'll just UADF, prime example. You know, we're, we're out there, like, we get a lot of training going on, doing stuff. But then you have people coming, oh, you guys ain't doing anything. You guys, there's nothing going on. And they'll leave. They'll go away. And, but again, without organizations that can go and protect the community, I'm not here to go against the government, nothing like that, just to protect the community, you know, for what happened during 2020, you know, and support each other, you know, who can you trust, who can you count on, who can you call? I mean, cops, they're the, the, the police forces, they're dwindling down by the hundreds by the day. So, you know, we at one point, I think it was like 1,800 to one. So 1,800 civilians to one cop. It's probably over 2,000 now. So just imagine what the response time is going to be when it gets so, you know, do you know your neighbors? Do you, can you trust somebody to come and help you if somebody breaks into your house or somebody's attacking you or you know, your neighborhood's being attacked? But instead of people, like, trying to help other organizations and groups, like, grow and, hey, let's try this, they'll just quit. They just walk away because they don't want to actually put the effort in actually doing stuff nowadays. They just want everything handed to them. And that's, I think that's the biggest problem. You know, I think we underestimate. I think we underestimate the ability for people that have seen war to create cohesion very quickly. Like, there, there's a language that is spoken that you don't have to speak. And, and if there's a, it, it, it's almost as if you, a calmness. Like, we laugh a lot. Tig and I laugh a lot about uh, these pansy snowflakes. Like, we'll talk about them. Now, we're being serious with each other. Now, there's a seriousness to it. Mm-hmm. But we're, we're always laughing. <laughs> like, I'm going to throw that guy on his neck. And I'm laughing. And I'm being serious. But I'm laughing about it. And I think that there's a large population of our country that feels betrayed. But they, they also understand the... It, this is just my opinion, right? They understand the cost, the true cost, when we do go to war. And I believe we're, we're already in it. I believe we're already in the war. Yeah, we're in the war. We're in the war. But, but uh, I believe that they understand the true cost. And so this is that patience that happens before collectivity, before that cohesion happens. This is that patience of, you know, we, we, we have to weed out the ones that would jump up and say, let's just go out there and shoot them all. Yeah. Let's grab our AR-15s. I don't want to be next to that guy. I don't so want to be next let to me, that guy. Let me, let, me, let me be the guy on today's episode where we had a lot of fun before and hopefully we can still get into some lighthearted <laughs> But let me ask you a couple things here, all of you. Um, if you've got a number in your head and threshold where we lost a million U.S. citizens and we've lost more than six million people worldwide in a war so far. If you've got a number of U.S. citizens where enough is enough, like what, what, is, what is your number? If it's not a million, then what's the number? Well, I don't think it, it's – I don't think it's – yeah, it I think – no, it's not. Yeah, yeah, it has to be. Well, I mean, look, the, my number was, was one. My number was one lie. And they keep telling lies over and over and over again. They keep telling more and more lies. I mean, everyone has a threshold for what they'll tolerate, but it's the same thing that I, that I, say, that, that I say to everyone that, hey, listen, and, until you get to the place where you're willing to draw the line in the sand, see, we, it, it wasn't the million people. It was the fact that we, don't, we never had a line. 
We never built a line as people. Once we put the line in the sand and we agree that that's the line, that is the point that will be the cat. It could be one person. But we just have to decide collectively that there is a line. And right now, that line, I mean, I'll just tell you what the line is. The line, that COVID is an inconvenience to us right now. That's not our problem. Our problem right now is that we don't have a voice and they are stealing everything from us and giving it to other people. So we're drawing a line in the sand. I believe that that line is becoming more and more evident. And that line is not going to, it's not going to have to do with COVID. It's going to have to do with the imperialism or the elitism that's being shoved upon us and is enslaving us. People are seeing that line. And so the more lies they tell, the, the, it's filling up. When it hits that line, the next lie, the, there's going to be a lie that is probably so small, but it is going to ignite, ignite people all over the country and say, we've had enough. It's, but it's not going to be a death. I don't think it's going to be a death. I think it's going to be a situation where the situational awareness is that they finally come forward and people finally get to that place where they recognize that it's not going to end until we end it. Have you seen any other situation where something massive uh, happens um, to a people um, and that and the motivation um, or the drive to make a change of circumstances is not death? Have you seen anything? What 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 else? What else stirs people to to the point of, of going? I will risk my life or my property um, to to protect something. What what else besides the the, the death? I, I I don't I can't think of something. Sure so I push back. Yeah, well, I mean, it's not it's not that death couldn't cause it. I just don't think that that's the the thing that people are becoming normalized to death. We're we're literally seeing a normalization of death. We've walked past it so much, and the million people they've lied about. They've lied and said that it's the unvaccinated that are causing those million people to die. It's all the people that are talking about not taking the vaccine. All of these lies that they're creating, right? So the manipulation. But if you if you look at the the um, you know, I'll just use it as an example, the civil rights movement back in the '60s and '50s. It had nothing to do with death. It wasn't even lynchings that caused most of the, the uh, rise-ups. It was somebody being put in the back of a bus. It was someone that was being fired from a job. It was something small that was this last catalyst, this last kind of you know, unfair stacking against people that caused them to look at each other and say, that's just not fair. I think it's going to be the Second Amendment. Well, I'll tell you what, I think it's coming. I mean, this was leaked from the FBI and so just for any of you who haven't seen this, this is Domestic Terrorism Symbols Guide. This is now, uh, these are symbols and, you know, associations that the FBI is now holding to call you a terrorist. And they have this new world, uh, this new word, MVEs or Militia Violent Extremism. So we're all now militia if we use the following symbols, right? And it says the following symbols are used by anti-government, anti-authority, violent extremists, specifically militia violent extremists. And I just want to point out real quick anti-government anti-authority yeah a hundred percent yes because the government and the authorities have now isolated locked down and now been murdering uh millions of people as well as medically kidnapping children because of this entire agenda so yeah you would be correct to call me at this point right now regarding this administration as well as millions of other americans anti-government and anti-authority anyway so, so so let me let me respond first of all let, yeah let's have uh, let, let's uh, cleanse our, what do they call it? Uh, uh, there's another French word. I'm all obsessed with French words. Uh, a a, a, a mosh poop. Uh, we have French fry too, but um, the, the, pla the, the French word for palate cleanser, um, a, a mosh poop or something like that, a fancy word for saying, you know, you had some sorbet 
Um, so when you see symbols like that that have generally been used for patriots, uh, for veterans, and now it's violent extremism, let's. I, I want to play. I want to. I want to play that card the other way around. Um, let's have some fun over here. I'm going to show you um, if if the triangle was put out by the FBI for pedophiles, right? You know the triangle mm. I'm talking about. If you mm -hmm. want to pull it up, the, you know, you Google FBI pedophile triangle, right? It is a triangle that has triangles in the triangles, and it keeps going. You know, you know it's one of those, um, you know, um, symbols that looks nice, pleasant to the eye, but you can spot it. Um, and so pull, if you can pull that one up and then I'll show you where I'm going with this as the palette cleanser. All right, there we go. All right, look at the top left corner. Okay, and have a look also at the hearts at the, at the, the middle and the bottom. Now let's get rid of this and pull up the logo for the FDA. Yes, my palate cleanser. Uh oh, what are you doing? <laughs> you're 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 not helping us there, Mr. Producer. Hey, it's, do you want to try and do this? It's, part? It's, it, it's even without pressure and looking for these things. It still took me a couple of minutes. Um, have a look at the triangle on the right hand side. Yeah. Wow. Wow. They they they, they want to with me with symbols. When my job is to spot symbols, um, that's the palate cleanser. You are starting to understand the thread that runs through all of this and the blackmail that is used and the club that has driven uh, the world's most corrupt individuals. And for anybody that's never believed any of the pedo stuff, the evidence is all laid out and it's mm -hmm. all there and it's just like all of it it's right in your face to see and there is why fauci gets out a get out of jail club and why this relates to hiv and aids and they prey on their own and basically that's why this is rinse and repeat and basically you can absolutely see the club that they're all in um, before we run out of time i also want to cover some of the transgender stuff and I really want oh, people to understand. Oh, always! I'm always oh, coming okay. out of the closet, <laughs> mostly because I can never With an find AR anything <laughs> ever to wear. <laughs> I can never find any clothing. I don't have time. And I tell you what, and it's not to sound like I'm some form of uh, superhero patriot, which I consider myself. I yes, I feel like at this point. Um, any of us that are actually doing some of the heavy lifting have moved on where hopefully they tell stories about us one day that there was a group of people that were um, awoke, uh, woke enough in the true sense of the word to actually know that they were in a war that was leading to mass casualties of their own people. I'm hoping that one day they tell stories that my son gets to hear that his dad did something at the, at, at the worst time of his life he did something daily. I'm on about three to four hours of sleep per night. No different from any other uh, 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 person who's engaging uh, an enemy, uh, an enemy combatant. We're in a war and I don't get to sleep. And I have some fun and I joke because it's needed. It's needed to recharge. Just as the sleep is needed, you cannot, you cannot lose sleep like that uh, on an ongoing basis and not have toxicity build, building up. And so I'm well aware that sometimes I actually force myself to get extra sleep. But sleep is a luxury in a war. 
So I want to point out a couple of things here, and it's not necessarily directed at any of you, but for the listeners that are trying to work out when they should do something. Okay, one of the things we need to move away from is thinking that you're going to fight back against government. The government has been captured by individuals. So the fight, the fight is should never use general stereotypical or terms that depersonalize and allow people to have criminal behavior by not knowing in this huge pool of people. For example, I cannot hold somebody at the CDC accountable for Rochelle Walensky being a murderer. But Rochelle Walensky has a name and she is a murderer. Now what I can beg and plea is for any prosecutor or attorney or sheriff of any town, of any city, of any county that is hearing this, I don't know the law well enough to know how you start that investigation. But the woman is a murderer and she has murdered our own citizens. And I don't care how she's done it, that will come up later in your forensic uh, analysis. But she needs to be stopped. And she doesn't need to be stopped violently. There's numerous incidents where you have the worst person uh, that everyone's looking for and they get to walk out of their car with their hands up and they get to walk backwards and they get cuffs put on them. And that is a non-violent act. And so Rochelle Walensky needs to be walked backwards out of her office with cuffs on her. That is not an invasion. That is a group of people learning how to use constitutional law that literally sets up the sworn people. Anyone who's sworn at this point, they have taken an oath where they are defending the new republic from foreign and domestic. So, yes, if you have a criminal, if you have a murderer that is on U.S. soil or anywhere else, that is engaging in criminality and killing people, you are bound by the duty of your, your sanctioned authority to do something about it. And that doesn't mean storm the Capitol. That means start an investigation. You f- don't allow the rest of us, okay, to do the heavy lifting here and keep making excuses because there's no percussion. I want to point out somebody to something as one of the nation's top leading authorities on active attackers, active shooters, terrorists, whatever you want to call it. I am one of the leading authorities in this nation on this subject. I want to point out that you would gather people and even on this uh, call with the with the four of us, if we knew that there was a human being that was killing people in a school and we were standing at a bar and we were drinking and somebody said there is a murderer in that school and children are dying and we carried on drinking our beers i don't care about i would give absolute permission right now for somebody to literally even with a son in this world to execute me i do not deserve the privilege of feeling human But here's the problem, and this is what I want people like TIG to communicate, change the words, put somebody in a headlock, whatever you have to do with your buddies to explain the problem here. The person in the school is a medical authority. The person in the school is a pharmacist. The person in the school 
is a person that is the health, the, the nurse that's been assigned to that school. The person is literally killing that child with a syringe filled with toxin that comes out and doesn't make a noise. There's the issue. This is why people haven't responded. The warriors amongst us do not recognize the signal to let them know that there is engagement taking place. Right. How else would you know that there's a fire? You would smell it. You would see it. Somebody would tell you, and at worst, if it was gas, you would start coughing. You would start, you know, your, your eyes would water. This is happening as a war, and it is happening successfully, and we've lost a more than a million people to a silent attack using technology that most people don't understand. And if a guy like me that was supposed to stand on stages across America and explain the to people before the pandemic happened and said, don't concentrate on the weapon. And if that guy is still saying, don't concentrate on the weapon, I don't know how else to communicate this. I've reached the end of my ability to communicate that we are being slaughtered. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I think that you're, you're, this is the echo chamber as you talk to the four of us, because we know that. And we're all ready for when to clock off. We're, we recognize, by the way, we're not making it out of this life alive, period. None of us are. And there are certain things that you, you have to be willing to sacrifice, make sacrifices for. And we're certainly willing to do that. I just, I don't, I don't, there's preconditioning that's happening right now. And we've got to find a way, as you said, that there's a person that we can lead off in cuffs. Well, it's, it's actually, I think, bigger than that. It's, it's actually bigger than that. In my opinion, it's bigger than that. Because it's not just a person that is doing harm. It's a person that's literally killing our kids. And I think we have to change the, we have to change the level by which we are willing to say, put them in cuffs or put them down like a dog. I'm going to put this up as an example because this person, literally this Levine crap bag, piece of garbage, who was told by the judge that, no, you cannot actually go and give kids pubic or uh, puberty blockers, is now telling us that we need to empower children to change their gender. Go ahead and play this if you would, please. Th this is disgusting and unbelievable. We want to, 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 to base our treatment and, uh, and to uh, affirm and to uh, support and empower these youth, not to limit their participation in activities and sports, and even uh, uh, limit their ability to get gender affirmation treatment in their state. So we really want to... Because to, to I, sent, I sent Apollo, I sent Apollo the, uh, the, and the spider web that's hatched Right. If you think about a spider web that's hatched and you think about all of the little spiders that that, that are terrifying, but you can see that the nest has erupted. Um, mm. You know, I'll, that's a, what's that, you know, her title, a surgeon general, his title. Right. What whatever. Um, th that is the baby. I want Apollo to pull up the picture um, of the mother of the mother, father, chief predator. And then I'll explain why this is occurring. It'll be very useful for people to understand why Sorry, which, the transgender which movement. So, so there's a picture. I think there was um, there was uh, two of Gates, and there was uh, one of uh, of um, Pelosi. It's the it's the non Pelosi uh, uh, one. It is the person that you should see potentially. Oh, there we go. Okay. So most people do not know who this is. 
and you can see his, her company represented behind, United Therapeutics. This is Dr. Martin slash started off as Martin Rothblatt. Now you are looking at the co-conspirator with Bill Gates, whether they work together or used each other's sickness uh, as mutual um, uh, agenda to know that they there were two people that wanted to eliminate the planet. You are looking at the unknown person amongst the where the the, the duo. Uh, you know, it is very rare to ever have three mass killers come together. If you think about the brothers that did the Boston bomb, if you think about Columbine, we know from statistics that when you invite a third or a fourth person to a party of mass killing, it normally falls apart. Beltway yeah. killers too, right? We know that, and we, we know this because this is how a lot of this, uh, the attempts at a school shooting get stopped. It gets stopped by that third person who uh, is either upset that the other person had too much power or they wanted to do it with an AR-15 and this person wants to do it with a pipe bomb. There are too many egos when you have three. And the reason that it works with two is you normally have a dominant and a submissive. Mm -hmm. In this case, I don't know that there's a relationship that is um, an active, purposeful relationship. But what you're looking at is the other co-conspirator of, of the end goal here. This person makes Bill Gates' plan to depopulate and get daddy's approval. This is your villain right here. This is your Marvel comic person. And in summary, because what I want people to do is go and go down the rabbit hole for themselves. Here's the, here's the summary of this. And I want people to remember, I am not describing the words of a psychotic patient on a ward that I've worked on or a maximum security prison. I am talking about somebody who is a multimillionaire that's partnered with billionaires and has been working for over 20 or 30 years to actually see this take place. And the transgender part, there was another uh, picture that I sent you of this person's manifesto. That is their manifesto, not my word, their word, manifesto, from transgender to transhuman. And what this person is doing all right, the brief, the, 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 what is it called? Clip notes, clip notes, whatever they were. We didn't have them in South Africa. We actually had to learn to pass exams. You guys <laughs> cheated everything. <laughs> South Africans are smart because we, we don't get the fucking notes where you can become a med student by filling out multiple choice. I'm not even a doctor and I had to do the physiology of a med student, which is why I understand an amyloidic process, but your pediatrician down the street couldn't. Because I didn't get to go to school and go, the answer is A, because I saw it before and I bought the book that told me the answer is A for 10 bucks, right? That's why Americans get away with of basically getting jobs that they can't do. It's called multiple choice answers and the real name for it comes from South Africa. It's called Ubuntu education, Ubuntu education. It was to make black people subservient, which is why it was introduced to the States uh, whenever it was 40 years ago is standardized education. It wasn't the education that led to the greatest generations before us. It is part of the dumbing down of America. That was just a sidetrack. Stay with me for the high notes of Dr. Martin Rothblatt. Right. This person was born with a complete disgust for who they were. Right. Just like a lot of transgendered people. Like think about how awful it is to be born into the wrong 
body. Think about that, right? Your whole life, right? I mean, can you imagine, like, O.J. Simpson had a hard time wearing those gloves, right? Even in a court of law, because they didn't fit him. But can you imagine getting into your body every day, waking up, you know, if you're, if you're transgender and you look down and you see a big cock, right? That is repulsive to you. That is disgusting. You are self-disgusted, right? You want to throw up every time you understand what you're trapped in. And I want to say that I'm not joking about how awful that is. That is about the deepest compassion I have. As a psychologist in working with transgendered people, there was nothing that compare, could compare to the torments of not liking yourself so much that you were disgusted. I mean, that is so painful that it is the highest suicide rate of any form of human being by people, not in terms of profession, that is medical people, but by human being, the highest suicide rate is not veterans, it's transgendered people, because it is disgust with oneself, and you can't escape that. So I get it, but it got hijacked, it got weaponized by this person, Dr. Martine Rothblatt. Her big idea, her, 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 um, her strategic approach to this is just like other civil rights movements. If you tackle something that's tangible, if you make this about the people in pain that are transgendered and you force people to be legally be comfortable with this, if you change the language, if you groom the children, if you get doctors to go along with it, if you get a the head representative of the entire country's medical community is transgendered. If you plant these people in public health offices, in emergency management, if you even normalize it in law enforcement, I saw a picture yesterday of a law enforcement officer in high heels, right? Wearing high heels for some sort of community project, right? To try and be cool, to try and fit in. When you normalize it, which we should have done a long time ago in terms of helping, to people, helping people understand how painful it is to have this situation occur. But what they've done with it is they've made it trendy, They've, they've incentivized it. They've told children, look what happens. You can do this and you can get attention. They've, they've gone out and they've tried to spot people that would have been transient in their transgender. They would have worked through it chemically, but when puberty would have given them a rush one way or another, it would have worked itself out. So she weaponized it. And here is the freaky, most up goal that you have ever heard. And I'm not making this up. It's in her own manifesto. This is why this is happening across the world, right? This is the founder, by the way, of XM Radio. When people talk about human tracking and people freak out about your cell phones tracking you, you can put down your cell phone. Do you know what tracks you at all time that you don't have much choice? The XM Radio that's installed in your car. You can't get rid of it. You can, you can even if you don't subscribe to it, it is paired to you, it's your title, and I don't know about how many people can afford to say, well, I'm just going to use the other vehicle I've got. Most people have got one car, maximum two for a family. And so the human tracking device with the most sellable data on tracking is satellite tracking of vehicles that are paired to people. Right. So side note, that is how this person knows how to operate within military, with government contracts, with data. This is one of the smartest, most manipulative uh, octopus, apex predators, uh, lion, shark, uh, anthropod 
that can kill you by looking at you, the centipedes that you can't touch. These venomous creatures are used tactics of 100% being strategic, manipulative, and they can see the board better than any chess player. They can see the human condition. And what she decided to do is use her own pain and suffering as the agenda to normalize this so that you can change not the definition of sexuality, but you can start changing the definition of what it is to be alive or dead. Right, so to make sure that people understand how bizarre this is, her big plan is that she wants people to suicide and then enter the metaverse. But to do that, what you have to do is you have to download your memories, your being, your behavior. So you program an AI over time to be you, to make the same decisions, to be a hologram version of yourself, an avatar version of yourself. And then we know this technology exists already because it has a name on the strategic approach already. It's called the metaverse. And so her idea is to take human beings and get them to the point where they do not want to be in their human body anymore, just like he, Martin, was, and so that you would leave your body and that you would, be, you would have immortality because you would live in the cloud. But it would be you because the AI would be you. And they are already working on the legal rights of these avatars in the metaverse and the legal rights of the possessions that are already owned in the metaverse. And there's real estate that is more tangible than most currencies currently in the metaverse. The cryptocurrency that has driven this pandemic is to run the metaverse. It is a BlackRock run cryptocurrency that is will run the metaverse. Now, you cannot get most people to be rational enough or irrational enough to leave their body, donate themselves to Martin Rothblatt to pay money to be uploaded to the cloud. But what you can do, and I've seen it with my own eyes, is torture somebody with sickness that they will beg to be put out of their misery like the dog you described. Yeah. The euthanasia... Well, uh, the, 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 yeah. Sorry, sorry. We're, just, uh, we're, we're, we're about out of time. It actually, though, what you're making, what you're articulating makes so much sense because I think that's exactly why they keep, I mean, terrorizing people. They want you to view reality as too confusing and too terrifying to want to stay in it and it actually puts in context a little bit all this metaverse uh you know like the mortgages and all this nonsense that which explains like, why i like it as and uh, the most one, like one, one thing reality that, yeah i like yeah, reality. And me too and me too and more importantly i don't actually care about it that much anymore i'm almost 50 years old i've had a great run i've enjoyed myself but i have a, a kid who's about to turn a year and i owe, I owe it to him to stop to stop bill gates and, and Martin Rothblatt. I owe it to him, just like I would have owed it to the people that lost their kids in any shooting across the country. And just like if I could have gone up myself to the 32nd floor and neutralized Stephen Paddock. So I owe it to him. I don't owe it to your children. I don't owe it to, owe it to the neighbor's children. I will do it for them because I'm a caring human being. But I brought that kid into the world. I owe it to him because he didn't have a choice. And so I will neutralize the threat. And I, I am asking to look to my left and I'm asking to look to my right and see the warriors that understand that this needs to end. 
And I will tell you that even with what you said, Apollo, that you can understand the, the, the confusion, which is a tactic of war. What I want to add to this very importantly, I'm sorry to, to have to add, butt in and, and say this last piece. The sickness of Dr. Martin Rothblatt is that she lost a daughter that is the cover of that book. She lost that daughter to a fibrotic, a pulmonary fibrosis. I can tell you that every vaccinated person that's had more than two shots that is on their booster or exposed to Omicron and suddenly got symptoms where they never had symptoms before, they were never at genetic at risk, they are having what's called rebound, which is not rebound. I can tell you what that is and I will absolutely tell you, I will be one of the first out of the gate to tell you that that is pulmonary and cardiac fibrosis so that you will suffocate yeah. and as you suffocating you will elect to go into the metaverse because it is that well, painful no, no no nobody here is electing to do any of that and we're not taking any vaccines so we're in good shape but i will tell you that it, it as we start work you know i always say we have to work the problem so even if you're a warrior we got to work the problem and so that problem is pretty evident we know what the problem is. We even know who the targets are. We're all making a list. And I, and I think the scary thing about what they've been able to say and do is that they keep having to tell us what they're doing. They, they've warned us. They, they are telling us what they're doing. And we just have to, uh, we have to start having courage. Well, that's kind of where it and starts. How about that's, we start yeah. by, gather, by, by gathering and discussing this in person? Yeah, well, we are, we definitely are here, and we are around the country. And I know that Apollo and I are headed out to uh, North Carolina. We'll yeah, be speaking tomorrow. at an event there, and uh, from there I go to Pennsylvania, and from there I go to—I don't remember where I go, but I'm going to a lot of different places. Um, and I know Tig just got back from Texas, and so we're we're doing lots of stuff. We're all over the place, and we're building a fraternity. I like to say we're building a fraternity, and uh, you know what they do to one of us, they do to all of us. That's that shoulder-to-shoulder -shoulder thing that you talk about. Is that how do we make sure that uh, you know that when things clack off, we, we know who the enemy is, and the, the can, can, I have a message uh, that that's uh, that's a public uh, very so, important hey, so public message. It, it's 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 just hey, one sentence. It's just one sentence. Okay, all right, one sentence. You, you're gonna you're definitely gonna want me to say this. It's a message to Doctor Martin Martin slash Martin Rothbard. If they left the balls on you, if you haven't cut the balls off, I personally. I'm going to enjoy squeezing your balls so hard that you beg me to put you in the metaverse. Well, well I, I hope he's watching, and it's a he, not a she. It is. We got a call. Actually, we got a call, but it is. It is a he. Yeah, Tao. Actually, I, I like to talk to you afterwards offline about uh, you know what you mentioned gathering in, yep. in person because we we have some Great. some work on that, but yeah. um, but. Dr. Tao, and you know, explosive as always. I want to thank you for for coming on and and for you know speaking so so boldly. There there are few too many people doing that, so thank you. Yep. And yep. thank God you for you. Uh, the the three of you too. Thank you for who you are and what you've done. Hey, Stan. yeah, she does good. She does very good. <laughs> what, what, how, how did you put your hand through there? Wait. <laughs> oh, everybody saw it. That's a salt. <laughs> That's a salt. That's a salt. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, I got some. I got some yeast to go with that salt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Doctor Tao, thank you. God hey, bless, God bless you. you. Love you guys. Take it easy. Okay. Right, See you. Oh, I like that background a lot.
That's pretty cool. Oh, that's uh, that that's, was better. That's a violent extremist uh, logo back there. That's right. We like it a lot. I did it again. Oh, well. You know, I mean, it uh, it's, it's really bad. Hey, listen, we uh, we got to do a prayer real quick and then cut out on you guys. It is Friday night. I'm going on a date. Who is he? Ah, uh, what? <laughs> Man, I'll stab you, jab you. So you always All want right. to poke a guy? What's up? That's what right, are you doing? Poker guy. See, see, see what I have to put up with all the time? Oh, my goodness. Anyway, always a great show. This one we're going to have to split up into two separate uh, podcasts. We're going to have to do a little choppy chop. Guys, listen, it, it is the weekend. We do want to keep it light for a couple reasons, one of which is we know what we're up against. We know what we're up against. And we know that who the Warriors are. We know who the Warriors aren't. I would like to say that there's more women warriors than there are men warriors out there. Yeah. And we have to learn to stand up and stand in the gap. You know, Tig did. He ran towards the fire, protected people, lost friends in Benghazi. They died. And yet he kept fighting. And I think coming up on a 10 year remembrance. Yeah, it is. September 11th, 2012. 10 years. All right, let's pray. Let's pray for this big, this big lug over here. <laughs> Father God, thank you. Uh, thank you for just giving us the opportunity to be born at a time such as this, to be alive at a time such as this. I know that you've saved this time for us. You've chosen us to be here and to fight for you, Father. So thank you. Thank you for our guests today, Father. Thank you for our listeners. Thank you for the opportunity that we have been afforded to be born in this country. Father, I ask you to please put a special blessing on us as we go into the weekend. Bless our travels. Bless our minds and our hearts. Help us to keep, keep ourselves in a place where we do not rely on other people or hopium in order to have joy. That we just enjoy each other and enjoy the environment we're in, despite the things that are going on around us. That we have fun and we get back into the work that needs to be done to save our nation. Father, please put a special blessing on Tig and his family. Help him that he may have peace, Father. He's doing a lot of great things all over the country. Um, I would ask you to bless the UADF, United American Defense Force. I would ask you to bless people that they can become a part of that organization, that they can stand in the gap, stand together, create unity with one purpose, Father, and that is restoring you to our community and restoring sensibility to our nation. Father, we ask you to, to bless those that are sick, that they may be healed. And Father, I ask you to, to put a special blessing over our children. Our children are really the reason why we're in this fight. So I would just ask you to protect them, protect their mind, give them discernment, and silence these clowns, these people in our society who are trying to do harm and do the devil's work. I would ask you to just give us the tools so that we can defeat them. I would like it to happen faster. I know everything happens in your time, but I I just ask for... for uh, I, just, I want it to happen tomorrow. But if not tomorrow, Father, just give us the stamina that we continue to fight this fight and we may operate in character and we may operate with a moral compass of true north. I say all of these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Well, that's it for this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. I'm your host, Joe Oldman, joined by... His dad, John Tigtigan. <laughs> you are not my dad. <laughs> You're not my daddy. And I I don't even, that just, yeah. That's just weird. That is weird. Super weird. Just since you're old.
It's old. You're older than I am. <laughs> all right. That's it for us. God bless you all. See you guys on Monday. Have a great weekend. If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the fax blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the daily fax blasts, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America.